And now it's time for On The Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On The Money, Dan White. There are certain things we talk about that are so important, we kind of just know right off the top. We're going to have to take a minute and maybe split this topic up into two parts. So this might be a two-parter. I can tell you already, the next topic I am tackling with you is so critical so important that we may have to break it into two shows. Think of it like a TV show where the show has such an important storyline, they say, to be continued. Well, this topic may be this show. What are we talking about that makes up this show? Well, the topic is inflation. I mean, we know it's here. Welcome to the On The Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. This morning, we're going to talk about inflation. Uh, we're going to talk about what it's, where it's at what the, what the government says they're doing about it, and really how that's going to impact you in retirement. Before we get into the show, though, uh, we do have a white paper, a giveaway today. Again, people are off from wondering, how are they going to cobble together that retirement paycheck after they retire? I mean, what's going to make it up? I mean, you're going to have Social Security. You may have a small pension, and then it, and then it basically boils down to your investments, your 401k, your IRAs, and how are they going to generate income, and what account are you going to pull money out of, and and that type of thing. And unfortunately, there's no playbook. Nobody gives you a playbook and says, do this, do that. There's no rhyme or reason. It's up to you to kind of piece it together. So we've got a white paper, How Will You Get Paid After You Retire? Understanding Retirement Income. If you'd like to get a copy of that, pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. We have several upcoming events this week on Tuesday, three, three nights in a row, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, October the 19th at 5.30 p.m., we will be at Brandywine Prime. Right there on Route 1 in Chad's Ford, doing today's retirement concerns and solutions. On Wednesday the 20th at 5.30, we'll be out at the Deerfield Country Club down in Newark, Delaware. Today's retirement concerns and solutions. And on Thursday the 21st at 5.30, we'll be down in Middletown at the Metro Pub and Grill doing today's retirement concerns and solutions. So, you know, they call... uh, if you've got, if you want to come out to one of our events, uh, pick up the phone and get a reservation. We would love to see you. So to start this conversation, uh, you know, we have to think about the topic of retirement planning and financial questions. And the first and most important part of this is to take a close look at where interest rates are and where they are going. And breaking news. They're a lot higher than they were even 30 and 60 days ago. You know, they've gone from about 1.25 up to about 1.5. So they've gone up about 20% in the last month. I mean, it's kind of crazy. And here's the deal 
And, you know, it is not because the Fed raised them. I mean, this is the market. The market's saying, hey, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to do it on our own. The market sometimes does these things. And here's the deal when it comes to inflation. There's a few factors that will really determine your future. The U.S. economy can do a few things here. Think of this like your own health. If you were dealing with a health setback and then you were in recovery mode, a few things are possible. You can keep recovering or you can hit a setback and your health could stagnate. Well, it's kind of the same thing with the health of the economy. It can keep growing at, you know, 5 or 6% like it's doing now, but it may not, which brings up the question as to whether we will get trapped by stagflation. And you know that saying, right? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, there's another thought about Washington that's just the opposite. What happens in Washington doesn't stay in Washington. So let's dive into that for a moment. There's a lot of unknowns in D.C. The outcome of the Pelosi-Biden tax bill is going to have huge implications when it comes to our economy. And another wild card that's literally hanging around like a bad cold is COVID. Our economy's health depends on the health of the country and the people in it. So what's going to happen next? I mean, if we are finally winning the fight, then there could be better days ahead. I know all of you optimists are praying that's true, but here's the deal we just don't know. And a factor in all of this is inflation. You know, is it short term? Is it higher and long term? You know, that's the thing. The latest rise in the inflation rate, okay, what well, I mean, it's up four, five, six percent for April of 2021. I mean, it fueled expectations that the Federal Reserve could raise interest rates and tighten monetary policy. And the rise in the consumer price index in the last 12 months, up 5-6%. The biggest increase since 2008. And in recent times, the Federal Reserve has been willing to accommodate higher inflation, but that stance could change with the unexpected pace of price increases in the latest data. The Fed sent pretty clear and strong messages over the last year or so that it's not going to be deterred by signs of inflation, and it's going to keep a loose monetary policy and keep interest rates low. But that position could now change as the inflation data that's been coming out is quite alarming. No one really expected inflation to get this high this quickly. So now we start seeing more expectation that maybe the Fed will act sooner and start raising rates and tightening tightening monetary policy. The federal funds target rate serves as the benchmark for bank interest rates, and it's currently in the range of 0 to 0.25%. And they originally said that they expect to keep that benchmark interest rate near zero through 2023. But according to Wharton finance professor Jeremy Siegel, the Fed may not have a choice but to raise rates. Siegel has spoken at length about the threat of rising inflation over the past year, and he says, and this is kind of scary, we could have significant inflation in 2021 and 2022, resulting in a cumulative rise of about 15 to 20% of the price level. And we've seen this. I mean, you know, if you fill up your car, you fill up your tank, I mean, let's talk about that. Let's talk about gas prices. I mean, they've gone from roughly two dollars a gallon. What are we paying now? Three fifty. And out in California, 
they're out, they're up to about four fifty five dollars a gallon. So I mean that's a pretty easy thing. I mean why why do we have inflation in gas? Well, that's a simple supply and demand situation. You know, supply. What do we do about supply? Well, as soon as Biden, President Biden, took office, we shut down the pipelines. You know, we 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 ceased fracking and all this kind of stuff. So we have severely reduced supply. And everybody thought green energy, green energy. I got news for you: oil isn't going anywhere. No, you know, not not everybody is rushing out to buy an electric car. And if you know, if you've ever been past a Wawa in this area. You can barely get a spot at the pump, you know? I mean, Wawa's are packed, so oil is not going anywhere. Demand is there, and yet we've decreased supply, and what happened? Well, the price darn near doubled, so we could have significant inflation. And if we, we will not, you know, I don't think we'll get the chronic inflation of the 70s, but the Fed at some point will be forced to raise rates. And President Biden's stimulus on top of last year's stimulus and monetary expansion created a serious inflation situation. And this is this is kind of uh, it's kind of you know it's it, you kind of could see it coming you know. Um, Jerome Powell earlier this year said that the growth in the money supply, specifically M two, doesn't really have any important implications. And the experts, the press and the bond, the bond people were quick to unlearn monetarism if they ever really had learned it as Mr. Powell. Reporting that U.S. inflation rarely contains the words money supply. We were repeatedly told that the most recent upticks in inflation are transitory. But I got news for you. The inflation upticks aren't temporary and were predictable driven by an extraordinary explosion in the money supply. Since March of 2020, the M2, or the money supply, has been growing at an average annualized rate of 23.9%, the fastest since World War II. There is so much money out there, the banks don't know what to do with it. Via reverse repurchase agreements, Banks and money market funds are lending money to the Fed at a tune of $860 billion. That's unprecedented. So according to monetarism, asset price inflation should have occurred with a lag of 1 to 9 months. And then with a lag of 6 to 18 months, economic activity should have started to pick up. And lastly, after a lag of 12 to 24 months, generalized inflation should have set in. That's the standard monetarist sequence, and it has been followed to a T. So to get a handle on what the recent money supply explosion implies for inflation, consider a monetarist model for determining national income. The famous model was displayed on Milton Friedman's California license plate. MV equals PY, where M is the money supply, V is the velocity of money, P is the price level, and Y is real gross domestic product. Put plug numbers into the model and solve for M, and money supply should be growing at about 6% a year for the Fed to hit its inflation target 
at 2%, with money supply growing at nearly four times the ideal rate since March of 2020. Inflation is baked into the cake, and it's likely to persist. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll-free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call. 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. Today, we're talking about inflation, why it's here, how long it's likely to last, what it means for you. We'll have more after the break. If you're within 5 to 10 years of retirement, this message is for you. There's never been a bigger disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street. Unemployment over 15%, unprecedented federal stimulus. Wall Street has never been more volatile. If there was a vehicle that credited you 7% up front, then grew your nest egg by 6 to 7% a year, guaranteed for the next 5 to 10 years before turning into an income stream that you cannot outlive, would you want to know about it? Call Dan White & Associates now for details. 888-690-8820. Surrender charge. And other restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the On the Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. This morning, we are talking about inflation. You know, we kind of know it's here. We've seen it. Uh, you know, we've seen it in a lot of different things. I mean, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the car marketplace, used cars, and then this is kind of supply chain shortages. But again, supply and demand. When you, when the supplies of things are not coming in, I mean. Yeah, during COVID, a lot of these a lot of these car rental places sold all their cars. I mean, people are paying through the nose to rent cars. We've seen it with lumber earlier this year. The price of lumber skyrocketed. We're seeing it at the supermarket. We're seeing it at the gas pump. Everywhere you look, there is inflation. So, and again, before the break, we talked about it's it's not <laughs> it's not rocket science when you increase the money supply as much as our federal government has done. There's going to be inflation. Before we continue with the program, I do have a couple announcements. We have a white paper today about retirement income. Understanding retirement income, how will you get paid after you retire? So if you'd like to pick up a copy of our white paper, we're happy to send it out to you. You just have to pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. We have several upcoming events this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. On Tuesday, October the 19th at 5.30 p.m., we'll be at the Brandywine Prime on Route 1 in Chad's Ford doing today's retirement concerns and solutions. On Wednesday the 20th at 5.30, we'll be out at the Deerfield Country Club out in Newark, Delaware, Again, same program, today's Retirement Concerns and Solutions. And on Thursday, the 21st, we'll be down in Middletown, Delaware, at the Metro Pub and Grill, doing today's Retirement Concerns and Solutions. So again, there's a lot of concern out there with the people we're seeing. Do I have enough money? Am I going to run out? What's the stock market going to do? How can I generate income? How can I sleep at night? If you have some of these same concerns and you want to pick up the phone, and get a reservation to one of our upcoming events. So when we talk about inflation, you know, the big, big, big question, is it short term? Is this going to go away like the federal government promises it it will? They say it's just a coming out of the pandemic type thing. Where can inflation get a little sticky? And there's some critical pieces to the inflation question. The main unknowns are will it help or hurt your retirement planning? 
if you end up making plans and you're wrong about it, you're going to get hurt. And knowledge is everything when it comes to inflation. I mean, think about it. People say, oh, yeah, we need 5000 a month. Okay. But if that's 5000 a month today, is that 5000 a month 10 years from today or 15 years from today? By then, it could be eight or $9,000 a month. So here I want to break down what the main retirement planning risks are. First one, higher taxes. Second one, higher health care costs. Third, longevity. And fourth, higher inflation. Now, we talked about this for a minute, but there's a lot of unknowns about taxes right now. And when Congress passes a new tax bill and President Biden signs it, I promise you we will chat about what the new tax bill is means for each and every one of us. But for now, let's hone in on the other ones. Let's hone in on health care. Those costs haven't been a big inflation problem in years past, and we have not had more inflated health care expenses than usual unless you had COVID. And that's both good and bad news, and here's what I mean by that. Longer term, we need health care costs to be reasonable. You know, we really do, because health care is going to be a huge expense in retirement. So the risk of inflation is real. It's also a large risk. Don't be mistaken. The impact of inflation will last a lifetime. The planning risk is the long-term uncertainty. Inflation will impact the economy, our lifestyles, and the management of our financial resources. One thing you have to keep in mind, inflation is invasive. What I mean by that, it hits so many other parts of our retirement. If you think of retirement planning as a game of darts with blindfolds on we're constantly trying to hit targets we can't see this might mean we're still short of income given higher cost during and after inflation our lifestyle is definitely hit by it and so will our health care expenses inflation can make other big planning risk even worse and planning's tricky because of that I mean, you're in the mood for some good news, though, about inflation. I mean, let's, let's not make it all doom and gloom. And in fact, it's relatively good news. The Social Security cost of living adjustment will increase benefits by about 6% for 2022. Might be a little more or a little less, but close to 6% is a lock. And that's the highest COLA that we've seen in 20 years. I mean, you think back to the Obama years. There was three of the eight Obama years, there was no COLA. No, no, does that mean there was no inflation? No, we've talked about this. The government kind of monkeys around with the inflation rate. But we had no COLA at all, and this year it's going to be 6%. So economists said we had no inflation before COVID, and I think they're right. If you measured it by the Social Security COLA increase, you'd see that the 2020 COLA was one3 Now keep in mind, that's compared to the likely 6% for 2022. So it's 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 a big difference, you know, and I know I know many of your minds are already looking at 2023 and 2024. What will the cola be then? Well, here's what we know. The economists are all debating whether it's transitory or not. Bottom line is they don't have an answer, but here's some logic to consider. The higher prices are due to cost and demands for things that have been interrupted by COVID. It's pretty clear prices aren't going back to what they were before. <clears throat> and, you know, it's funny. This is a, it's kind of a cycle or a spiral. I mean, everywhere I look, every corner, everywhere you look, help wanted. 
help wanted, you know, looking for help. We need mechanics. We need this. We need, you know, signing bonuses to just apply for a job. So think about that. Employers are forced to pay higher wages. Why? Because the government gave people so much money, so much stimulus, they don't want to work anymore. So now you have wage inflation, right? So wages are going up. But So wages go up. What does that do to the price of the product? Think about this. If McDonald's has to pay somebody $15 an hour when before they were paying them 10 you think they're going to raise the cost of the Big Mac? Okay. So really, what is inflation? It's really a tax. It's a tax on the middle class. And that's what we're seeing today. Because if your wages aren't going up by 6%, you know, if your money in the bank isn't growing at 6%, then guess what? You're falling behind. You are falling behind. So a lot of pessimists out there are shaking their heads at raising the debt by 40% in two years, as the feds have done already. They question some basic math asking how our federal government can spend more than $6 trillion in 2020, build up a 15% fiscal deficit on top of years of deficit spending, and expect things to just run without any issues. Well, there's consequences. There's consequences, you know, and that's the problem. You know, that is really the problem. They're not seeing it. So, you know, we see sharp price increases across the board. You know, expectations were, you know, that the economy would be able to absorb the coronavirus stimulus money, and maybe we're not under any real danger of inflation. You know, we've had bouts of inflation in the past, but it's been a long time. I mean, you really have to go back to the 70s. I mean, the 70s, and most, (laughs) I know some of my listeners remember the 70s, okay? But inflation was was out of control. And there's this debate where people thought we're not going to see inflation had the upper hand for a while, but there's certainly new, new pieces of data are quite a shock. Now everyone is waiting to see what is going to happen next. You know, and how inflation played out in previous events may not hold cues to its behavior in the coronavirus crisis, which is quite different from the 2008-2009 financial crisis. Right now, there are big imbalances between supply and demand for various goods. On the one hand, you have pent-up demand for cars and trips and things like that, and on the other hand... Because of various frictions in the supply chain and in hiring, you have problems with supply. And all of these problems are pushing prices up. On top of that, you have all the government and monetary stimulus, and that just continues to push up inflation. So, you know, you look at the current times as a period of adjustment on multiple fronts. And think about it. You know, the government is basically, you know, why does the government want inflation? Because they know at $29 trillion of debt, they're never going to pay it back. But if inflation gets up to 6 or 8%, then what are you doing? You're paying back the money with discounted dollars. You know, your, your, your future liabilities, because of inflation, they're becoming, you know, they're coming cheaper and cheaper. And that's what the government wants. They're trying to inflate the debt away. But who pays for inflation? We do. You, me, we're all paying for the inflation. We're paying it with higher prices than everywhere else. So the government, I mean, this is really what it boils down to. 
the government spending, which has been out of control for the last 20 years, then now they're trying to do something about it by what? Creating inflation, which means what? You and I are paying more money for everything. So we're basically funding the government's mistakes. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, 888-690-8820. Again, 888 690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. This morning, we're talking about inflation. We may have to talk about this a little more next week. It is a topic that is here, and it's not going away anytime soon. If you've got questions, we've got answers. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 